0: Welcome to Best Song Ever. I am your illustrious host, Illustrious? <laughs> your illustrious host, Luke Leven. And alongside me, as always, in the Discord window that we're talking to each other in, is my dear friend, Kevin Connor. How Hello. goes it, sir?
1: It's going. You know, yes. going nothing changes 20. weekly, but we're here with music.
0: Yeah. Yes, we're here with music, indeed. And, uh, you know, I feel like the big musical news uh, that is sad news that everyone's talking about is was the passing of DMX. Uh, obviously, a musical icon and very sad. I don't have any unique take that's not going to be said by other people more beautifully. But No,
1: uh, I'm fucking bummed. It sucks. Yeah, I, it's sad. There's nothing to say.
0: It's also funny I saw uh, Chris Oreck, who's a Detroit rapper sharing like the difference between like it was like death of a royal and or the royal and the rapper and it was like troubled rapper and I was like, what that's how they <laughs> describe DMX. I'm like, I think Prince Philip was pretty troubled too. sometimes I watch uh if you watch the Crown there <laughs> uh, or
1: ever heard him say anything ever. Um, the worst post I don't think it, I have actually. It's nothing's no, nothing he said was good. Uh the best the worst thing I saw which was the best was someone posted that like their dog had unfortunately died that day as well and they had photoshopped DMX and Philip and the dog going to heaven together. Oh, and I wanted sweet. to burn my eyes out after I saw that
2: one.
0: That's awesome. Um but DMX was definitely a rap sensation, and we played a game called Animation Rap Sensation. And I recently uh, saw a song on a playlist with uh, two of the standout rapper names from that game, which was Pushysty and Fujiano. And I was like, the meeting of the great, ridiculous names. Are you
1: you familiar with the uh, defunct channel All Gas No Breaks? No. Oh, this is a whole tangent, but... Uh, <laughs> go, go for it. There's this guy named Andrew something, and he had this channel called All Gas No Breaks, where he just went to watch, like porn conventions or like <laughs> Prod Boys rallies, and just like held the microphone up to people, and yeah. just like didn't say anything, and just was like, I'm just gonna let you talk. And then like there was a whole bunch of drama. He'd like, lost his channel to a production company that sucked, and now he's got a new channel called Channel 5. Go watch it on YouTube. It's great. Um... But he was in Miami Beach for spring break, uh, which is a terrible place because it's filled with people that don't uh, believe in COVID. And mm-hmm. one of the yeah.
0: performers there was Pooh Shiesty. Oh, I was like, it's going to come around to Pooh Shiesty at I was,
1: Yeah, and many uh, people just yelling Pooh Shiesty into yeah. the
2: camera.
0: But I think they're on uh, Gucci Mane's label. Okay. So, and the, there's there's other Poohs out there. Uh, Pooh <laughs> Gang. Pooh yeah, there's the poo Gang, uh, but we're going to do something a little different. Those were rap sensations, but I um, thought that it would be fun to look at some ridiculous band names and have you guess if it's a ridiculous cartoon character name or a ridiculous band name. So, let's play Animation or Rock Sensation. Nice. Nice. <laughs> And I was like, "Oh man, I don't know if I'll be able to get as many like good names as the rappers." But oh boy, I uh, these ones are like even more absurd. And I have to uh, give credit to my source here—the uh, Twitter account that follows us. That's how I knew it, as they followed "Best Song Ever," uh, called "Band Name," a band name a day, and um, they just like basically share ridiculous band names. There were a couple bands that we know, uh, like Mogwai and King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, who showed up on their list. But King
1: Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard is the ultimate, right?
0: Yeah, one of the most ridiculous band names, but love them so, so much. So most of these we uh, won't know. I, I'll be surprised if you know these bands. But So you're going to say Rock Sensation, if you think it's a band name. Or animation, if you think it's a character. Oh, and most of the cartoon characters come from Ren and Stimpy, or Invader Zim, which came up last time. Yeah. Were you a Stimpy head?
1: <laughs> no, I don't think my parents let me watch Ren and Stimpy. Yeah,
0: me neither. And I think I was sort of grossed out by it as a kid, but um, I remember a friend of mine singing Happy Happy Joy Joy, and I was like, what are you doing? You You um, had a
1: taste, and you didn't like it.
0: Yeah, and but then I'm like, the perfect weird, like gross uh, style of Ren and Stimpy is coming in real handy on this list of cartoon characters, as you will hear. I hope that doesn't give it away too much. I no, think I'll I, be able to stump you a couple times.
1: I'm terrified of this
0: test. Let's take it away. First up, we have the fabulous Farquhar.
1: Uh, I'm going to go Bands. Yes,
0: you are correct. Do you
1: want my elaborate elaborations here, or should we just sure. rip through them? Um, I thought it was the fabulous Farquad, which is that dude like from, from Shrek. Shrek, right? Yeah. yeah, And that would be exciting, but it wasn't, so I thought banned
0: Yeah, Stinky Whistleteats.
1: <laughs> uh, cartoon character.
0: Yes, Jiminy Lummox Mm,
1: Jiminy Lummox I'm thinking a riff on Jiminy Cricket. let's go cartoon.
0: Yes, sir. Admiral Sir Cloudsley Shovel, <laughs> or Shavel? There's two L's, maybe. Ooh. I don't know. Let's go band. <laughs> well done. Mm. Indeed, Mrs. Buttloves.
1: Oh, that's that's cartoon. Car- you know, what? I'm gonna call it my shot. That's a cartoon character from Ren and Stimpy.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. And she has like a big butt. I'm like, that's kind of inappropriate for a kids show. But I think a lot of that stuff was. I'm sure any fan- fans of Ren and Stimpy are like. How dare you? We love Mrs. Butlopes. Um Sir Lord, ba- Sir Lord Baltimore. Uh, ooh, banned. Yes, you got you got my formula. I got I, I got it locked down. Abner Dimwit. <laughs> um, bands. Yes, I got you got one wrong. No, I say yes, but what I mean is no. no okay. I'm glad because you got it wrong. Got it. You're um, rooting Magilla against Gorilla. me. Who was that? McGillagorilla. Uh cartoon. Yes. He was in the Space Jam trailer. I got that one from the New Rockstars video about the Space Jam trailer. Don't get me
1: started on that Space Jam trailer again. Oh, boy. Uh,
0: Lonely Camel. Band. Yes. That one I found on my own. Uh, Frumious Bandersnatch. <laughs> Frumious? Frumious Bandersnatch.
1: I'm gonna go with cartoon character. No,
0: sir, that is a band. Damn it. Yep. Uh, mandrake paddle steamer.
1: Um, mandrake paddle steamer. Mandrake paddle steamer. Mandrake, mandrake. paddle steamer. Oh god, he just appeared.
0: <laughs> oh no, he said his name three go times. Go ahead. Uh, cartoon he's character. Gonna paddle you with his steam paddle. Um. No, that is a band. Oh, uh, the whole band showed up. It's like Mannheim Steamroller. <laughs> I wonder if they were supposed to be a play on Mannheim Steamroller, Mandrake Paddle <laughs> Steamer. It sounds like, uh, like painful though, like a paddle steam. It just is, makes me think of like a steaming paddle that you would spank on buttocks with.
1: Isn't that like a steamboat
0: with like the big water wheel? Oh, maybe it is. That's what I pictured. Like chugging down the river. Oh, am I weird for thinking of like a spanking paddle? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe that's something about me. You're weird for other reasons.
1: (laughs) You're weird for other reasons. We've been
0: over this. (laughs) Indeed. Fraggles. (laughs) I mean. Cartoon
1: character. Yes. Yeah. So I was like,
0: you almost said cartoon character. Believe in yourself. Well,
1: because I was like, I mean, the Fraggles, like, obviously. Yeah, Fraggles. And then I I'm like, w- wait a second.
0: I don't know if it's from Fraggle Rock or if it's something else. Whatever. I just liked it. Uh, Poobah. Poobah. Oh, uh,
1: cartoon Puba. character.
0: No. Probably. Hey. It is. If you can prove to me that it is. I'll <sighs> believe you, but it's also a van. Oh,
1: boy. This is a whole uh, story into my past um, oh, really? Yeah. So, th- my dad has like a whole group of friends, and all of them have weird oh, nicknames. Yeah. There's like Dirt and like Bumpy. <laughs> dirt. Just like Wrench. Yeah, just like a bunch of weird ass names. And my dad's name is Poops. Poops. And yes, when I, I when I was a kid, this. I was like, "Why is, why do people call my father Poops?" But it's <laughs> it's after the Grand Pooba who is Fred Flintstone's boss.
0: Yes, Grand Poobah sounds familiar, so I will count that. Uh, All right. Even though it was just Poobah, really, but we, we can count that as correct. Thanks, Dad. Um, th- Thanks, Dad. Up next, Schlong. <laughs> Schlong? Schlong. That's a band. It's got to be a band. Uh, I mainly included them because uh, they have a album called Tumors, And the album cover is reenacting the Fleetwood Mac rumors. (laughs) This is schlong tumors. I got really worried because schlong tumors could could be bad. Yeah, it does not sound great. I go to the doctor and I'm like, Doc, I got stinky whistle teats and schlong tumors. It's bad news. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, All right, moving on. Mini Moose. Many moves. Uh, cartoon character. Gotta be. It's so cute. Yeah. Uh Which what? Which what? Band. Yes, sir. The Swollen Eyeball Network. <laughs> 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 uh, My favorite news channel.
1: Regardless, whatever it is, I'm going to check it out after this, but I'm going to say band.
0: No, that is a, a character on Invader Zim. Oh, i'm assuming shit. it's an, uh, a network of swollen eyeballs you know
1: but i like sh- was i've been like planning on rewatching watching invader zim one day but maybe i shouldn't because it seems like it's most of your content on here luke
0: <laughs> yes maybe you should not because i'm just gonna go now to the Ren and stimpy and invader zim character list to make this game Perfect. uh but you never know maybe i'll switch it up on you all right a couple more all right two professors we Two got professors. professor Longhair and professor membrane which one do you think is a band which one is a cartoon character
1: long hair is band membrane is cartoon character
0: well done uh also from invader <laughs> professor membrane so you win a ridiculous band name we're starting the band right now it's crunkleton's junk shack crunkleton's junk shack we're gonna we're gonna win a grammy i hope you're ready
1: half of the critics can't even stand me
0: yes exactly oh is that who it was was it wasn't very good kanye (laughs) either way this has been animation or rock sensation And uh, this is, of course, best song ever. And speaking of rock sensations, I'm going to play one right now. And this band, I, I follow them on Twitter and often see Missy, who is the uh, songwriter and guitarist, uh, giving people shit about the name and say someone like called it bad recently and said, our band name isn't bad. It just makes some people, mostly men, uncomfortable. And I love their band name. And it the name in question is Mannequin Pussy. Holy Are you shit!
1: I knew it was gonna be Mannequin Pussy. Yes. I was talking to a girlfriend for Danny last night, and I showed her the B Sweet video from Japanese Breakfast. Yeah. Which you we talked about in the last episode.
0: Is that who's in that video? Yes.
1: Because she was like, "Who is that?" And I was like, Missy, "I don't know." It makes sense. And I went and now. looked it up, and and she's like, "Oh, like, why Mannequin Pussy?" And I was like. Why not?
0: Why not? I love it. Well, I think it's great because it's just kind of like a good, like, you know, band names are supposed to be ridiculous. The more, I remember Car Seat Headrest got a bunch of shit for his name, which is like such an innocuous, like, why would people have a problem with that? But I think just from the standpoint of like, uh, creative naming, it's a good name, but I think it also sort of makes a, a statement about like objectification of women, you know, and also makes people squirm, gives them a reaction, you know, makes them look at themselves.
1: It's because we had bands 70 years ago take the name like the monkeys, uh, that we've now moved on to like ma- uh, mannequin pussy. Because all the did
0: you say seven years ago? You 70. said the monkeys. Oh, okay, it's <laughs> like do you well, think the seven and monkey seven years, years Right um, right?
1: No, but every, every, like, the blank name is taken. Or, like, you could, I mean... Yeah. I was gonna say, like, oh, except, like, The Shoe. But I'm sure there's a band called The Shoe.
0: Oh, there's gotta be a band called The Shoe. Maybe they'll show up on our next animation to rock sensation. But also, I was just uh, watching, we watched that movie Moxie with Amy Poehler. And it's, like, where uh, this high school girl starts a zine inspired by, like, the riot girl scene... Uh, to call out the behavior of the men in the school. And um, it was a good movie. And I feel like Mannequin Pussy would be a great, like, riot girl punk name along, like, Bikini Kill and Bratmobile. And Huggy Bear, which I was... Oh, I meant to <laughs> include Huggy Bear in the animation of Rock Sensation. They're a great riot girl. Uh,
1: uh, cartoon character.
0: No, you <clears throat> would think. Also is Snoop Dogg's character in Starsky and Hutch. And I think before Snoop Dogg someone played it in the 70s show but i anyway. watched
1: that movie once when i was sick homesick from school and i think it made me more ill
0: <laughs> oh yeah that it'll it'll do that but anyway enough talk about the the name of the band and let's talk about the band themselves because they released uh their third album, Patience, critically acclaimed third album in 2019, and after a decade of uh, playing together, they finally were able to do music as a full-time job, and then, what do you know, COVID hits, and of course, it was all put on pause, and, uh, you know, after being in social isolation for a year, they got back together and recorded this EP called Perfect, and... They had two pre-written songs, but Missy said, We just figured if we forced ourselves into the situation where someone would hit record, something might come out. We'd never done it that way before. And the result is some of their best, most badass tracks that the band has produced. And let's hear one now, and we'll talk more about it after. Here's Mannequin Pussy with Control.
1: diggity dog hell yeah what a track there's got to be a name for the kind of subgenre of tracks that lull you in uh yeah i can only think of this and dance yourself clean by lcd sound system where you're just like oh like this is so like chill i'm gonna turn the volume up so i can hear a little better and then just like
0: punchy. i in the think face. they're called lull crushers <laughs> like skull crush yeah honestly then they lull you in and then they just crush your skull with rock uh that's not ruled
1: i i was like oh wow this is like a really like stripped back like that's what i thought at first too i
0: was like wow this is like a little uh like slower and quieter than uh i would expect from them but then it comes in rocking out
1: well and even the album artwork is like this like barking German Shepherd. Yeah. That like I was
0: expecting
1: a lot more up front, but like when it hit, it hit and it was very, very good. You're
0: like, I'm listening for some woof woofs and I don't hear any. And where's the I've dog? got like
1: <laughs> half a woof, if anything. Yeah.
0: And then like I had like five woofs. And then full woof happening. Uh I also like I was just thinking about just when she is saying like I'm in control that's what I tell myself when the wall's closing around me. And I was just thinking about how I often tell... We often tell ourselves we're in control when really we're not, you know? Like, because that's sort of what anxiety is, you know? As someone who deals with anxiety, it's like it is you trying to control things you can't control, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. uh, telling yourself that you have control... And I think you do need that illusion sometimes, you know, to keep from it just as, like, coming undone. But uh, then, you know, we're, we really aren't in control of anything. But we control what we can, because there's a lot that we can't.
1: <laughs> we're just along for the ride and hoping everything will be all right.
0: Right. Um, Missy directed the video for this, and I was just watching it. It's pretty sick. It's, like, a bedroom set, and... She's got like a sword, this really sweet sword and like a bat and then eventually like sets the bed on fire and just destroying this, uh, this bedroom set in, in the middle of a field. But yeah, I love this track. I was, like I said, I was taking, taken by surprise and super, uh, cool to hear some new music from them because, uh, Loved their previous work, and so I'm super excited about this new EP. And that's just crazy that I didn't even realize that Missy was in the Japanese Breakfast video. Now, back to back weeks, we got Japanese Breakfast and Mannequin Pussy. It's Amazing. all
2: connected, it's all like connected. the X Files.
0: This is another uh, situation like we had a couple weeks ago where with uh, Shushu and Chad Van Galen, where I'm like, Whoa crazy coincidence or me not knowing things
1: (laughs) (laughs) see this one this one's fun that one still spooks me yeah because that was was, that was i
0: know too close that was crazy so anyway that was japanese (laughs) no it wasn't (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't luke that was mannequin pussy with control from perfect out may 21st on epitaph
1: uh, Luke, I don't need to pretend to introduce you to Claude.
0: Don't even pretend.
1: We are both familiar. We this album rules, we've talked about it a bunch.
0: Claude and I uh, are best buds at this point.
1: I've played this album more times than I can count since yeah. it came out.
0: It keeps coming back for me because like I, I like wore it out immediately and then took a break that it's like resurged a couple times and I was just listening to Guard Down. Uh, recently, I'm just, oh, so good There's always those, like, sleeper favorites That come up as, like, the second tier favorites so, so good Well,
1: I mean, even uh, A peek behind the curtain of Best Song Ever uh, We Had, like, five tracks that we were like We could play this yes. one yeah. This one would also work Like There was yeah a I, lot of discussion Where we were sending text messages back and forth for sure. And I sent, like, four in a row of different songs
0: We got this one And I'm still, like is that the right choice? Because I there's so many other favorites. So it's there's there's endless opportunities on this album for great jams.
1: Yeah, uh, Claude is the first signing to Phoebe Bridgers' saddest factory label. Yeah, and uh, their debut album Super Monster is a sunny poppy record full of tracks that are melancholy, meaningful, funny, heartbreaking, and hopeful. Absolutely. Uh, how can you not love an album with a track like "That's Mister
0: Bitch to You"? Oh. Great stuff. Another w- one that I considered getting because it's so great. It's great.
1: Uh, every song on the album is kind of its own special piece of music and kind of doesn't really show the full range that Claude has because there is a lot of variance. Like everything is within the same poppy, happy genre, but I think a lot of the songwriting and instrumentation changes throughout that no one track really could demonstrate like right. the whole album
0: just gotta hear the whole thing yeah
1: but what we will play today is gold uh which is an upbeat tune with a downbeat message uh which questions the struggles that we all go through in life and in love and challenges conformity so why don't we give a listen to gold from claude mm-hmm.
3: It's a problem
0: Got to give that a lordy lordy berry gordy you know this is the one album a lot of my favorites were set very early in the year there are a lot of great albums out but this is the one that has stayed at the tippy top of my list in my i think i got it at like number two or three right now it's uh not going anywhere one of my favorite albums of the year and this song is great i love this sort of like is the the middle point because you've got other like slower, hazier, floaty songs. You got uh That's Mr. Bitch to you, which is uh super high energy like pop punk song with Melanie Faye ripping a sweet guitar solo. Mm-hmm. And so this is a good like midpoint where you get some of those cool synth sounds. It's still kind of catchy with a good propulsive beat but also uh it's kind of like chill and floaty and uh just love some of the lyrics like the don't say you were there when you weren't don't say you were there when i was hurting and uh just claude has a way of really capturing these sort of like young love anxiety anger all these great emotions in a way that feels very sort of coming of age uh but also with with some clarity, um, and I really my favorite song on the album I think is Anna with Nick Hakim, which is like Claude singing to Anna that they're not coming home and yeah. like that their relationship is basically over. It's such like a heartbreaking but beautiful uh, sentiment that's captured in that song, and it makes me emotional every time I listen to it.
1: Well, and that comes right after my favorite track, Cuff Your Jeans, which is just an absolute bop.
0: Yes. And uh, I was reading this great interview with uh, Dazed, is the publication that uh, interviewed Claude, and I was thinking, like, I love the artwork of Super Monster, which is the, the album, and then I was reading that Claude was inspired by one of my favorite artists of all time, Daniel Johnston, who, uh, passed away recently. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when Claude was at electric lady studios, they talked to Lee, who is managing Daniel's artwork with his brother. Uh, now that he's passed away and it was called, there was a sketch called Claude, the super monster. And, uh that's no way. sort of what inspired the uh the title and just amazing because I'm like, it makes sense. One of like my favorite other artists, uh, with one of my favorite new artists, and uh so it's cool that Claude's illustration style, because they did illustrate the album art for this, is sort of nods to Daniel Johnson. It does have that sort of fun, chaotic uh sort of freehand look to it but also captures the colorful sort of quirky nature of some of these songs but um yeah so I just thought that was nice A a nice connection there and also uh Claude recorded in the room that was Jack Antonoff's room but He was away for a week, and so they put a letter up, because, like, I guess that's, like, something the artists, they'll put letters up, like, with their recordings, and uh, Claude was worried that it was going to get taken down, but then Jack Antonoff, like, sent a picture that it's still hanging up, and so, super cool. that's really cool. Yeah, and uh, so Claude is definitely one of the great new young artists to watch and yes uh this album is just phenomenal it's a great album go listen to the whole thing
1: uh when it ends start it over again because it's worth listening to a second time and then a third time and so on so that's claude with gold off of super monster courtesy of satisfactory records
0: oh super monster be a good cartoon character name too oh album names would be really tough Oh, maybe that's what I'll do next time. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna go from an album called Super Monster to an album just called Monsters. Because Whoa. yeah, my next artist is about to release her second album entitled Monsters. This is Sophia Kennedy, and she was new to me. I had never heard her previous work, but blown away by all of these new singles coming from her second album. She's Baltimore-born and Hamburg-based, and I was sent her video for I Can See You. There were a couple things that struck me. First off, I was like, this is like that scene from Wolf of Wall Street where he takes the Quaaludes, and indeed it is. Uh, All of her videos are awesome. Timo Shearhorn, the director of the video, said... I've been trying to reenact the Lambo scene for a music video for a few years now. The idea was very well received by various bands, but the male performers all, were always afraid to compete with Leo's acting skills. is the best cast we could have asked for in this remake. And really, fantastic. You will believe that she is on Quaaludes watching this video. She found a secret stash! <laughs> exactly. And uh, the other video for one of her other singles, Orange Tic Tac, uh, is sort of like the apocalyptic type lights. As she says, it's like sort of like apocalyptic dark sounding with like a good like bassy beat and then sort of shifts into this like old timey crooner vibe. And uh, her performance in the video is super cool because she'll be like creepily like peering through her hair and then just like. sing all like bright and melodic and look all happy and goes from the sort of creepy to the happy sound, uh, in the music and in her performance in the video. So it's super cool. She's doing a lot of really interesting stuff, uh, instrumentally and visually in the videos. So, um, I've actually heard this album and I will be doing an interview with her for Off Shelf And uh, so I'm excited for everyone else to hear this because she's doing some really fantastic stuff. So let's take a listen to Sophia Kennedy with I Can See You.
1: Hot ticket dog. What a fun song! Yeah, I really like. It scared me the first time, but that like, won't sound. Whoa. It, it's spooky. Like it, I thought, it's like a big frog coming behind me. She's gonna scare ya. There's yeah. some scary moments on this album. But that was a really cool song, the video was very well performed. Right. Uh, very well uh, located, I guess, because it looked. Yeah, it looks a exactly like, like the movie.
0: Um They got a Lambo and everything.
1: Yeah, she that door opened with the foot was uh picture perfect.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm excited to hear more from her. That was uh that was really cool. That like it It doesn't surprise me that you said that she had tracks that were kinda croony. Yeah. Because she's got and, that kind of voice where like she can kinda like hit that mood and it's hard to do and it, 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 I want to hear more.
0: Right, you could hear, she could easily use her voice to be like a Zoe Deschanel retro crooner type uh, singer, but what she does with her music takes it to so many interesting places. And as you can hear from that song, I love the sort of like pulsing, bassy synth uh, with all those other interesting sounds and that just super low piano note. And then Mm -hmm. uh, that's sort of like, Uh, I don't really expect it to go where it goes into the chorus. It gets like even like happier and poppier, um, even though the song is apparently dealing with grief and death. um, And I think that's sort of like the morbid and the sunny melodic is sort of the, the line she toes throughout. And uh, that chorus kind of reminds me of like dirty projectors when she goes really the come rain or come shine. (laughs) Yeah. Love that going high. Um, and just so many cool synth sounds. And like, if you listen to the three singles that have been released, this orange tic-tac and cat on my tongue, they're all very different. And, uh, even on the rest of the album goes to different places, darker, uh, and brighter and just, uh, covers a lot of ground in a really interesting way. She says this song is a, the song is about overcoming and confrontation but also the euphoria that can arise from a supposed defeat musically. It was intended to be powerful while the voice seems to have fallen out of time. Oh yeah. Vocally. I oriented myself a bit to the wonderful Karen Dalton in the verse. She has a great ability to combine abysmal melancholy and hope in one. So you definitely hear that. Like we're saying the, the voice out of time is uh. Really well done, and I I like the idea of the euphoria that can arise from a supposed defeat, uh, because you get that vibe with her crawling across there, just like trying to pull yourself back up from this defeat. It's it's almost relief at the end, right? Right. It's uh beautifully thematically done there. So that was Sophia Kennedy with "I Can See You." From Monsters out May seventh on City Slang. And I will have an interview with her coming out in a few weeks on Offshelf.net. More on that to come.
1: Uh Luke. That's have me. you ever been to, have you ever been to Arizona?
0: <laughs> no, I haven't.
1: Irrelevant. Okay, uh, we're talking about a different Sedona.
0: Oh. Not Sedona Zona? Uh,
1: no. Uh, very difficult to research, I'll tell you that, though, when you search Sedona band, ah. and you get a bunch of bands in Sedona. But we're not talking about those dorks in the desert today. <laughs> we are talking about Sedona. Uh, inspired by legendary female leads by Stevie Nicks and Madonna, Ooh. Sedona's aim is to fuse past hurts with contemporary feels. Nice. Have you heard of Sedona? Not Look.
0: at all. Not even a little bit.
1: Not even a skosh. The band is named after the founder and lead vocalist, only known as Sedona, and features Marilyn Chang on keys, Claire Gilb on guitar, Margo Bacenis on bass, and Tia Sistero on drums. Uh, the song I'll be playing today brings to mind Perfect Days of Summer. You know that, like, perfect? Like, like for me, it's like 80 degrees.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those perfect yeah. summer days. And it's, it's whether it's when you were
1: a kid and like all the only responsibility you had was like be home by dark before the streetlights came on. And all you had was your bike and your buds. And it's like you're, just, you're off into the world. Yeah. Or even the incredible summer days pre-COVID that I long for where you just got to spend all day doing something you love in a museum or a park or just at a bar with really good friends.
0: Yeah. Oh, that That's sounds nice. That is the
1: mood captured in this song, this music video. It's very cool. So why don't you, wherever you are, put your sunglasses on and just like kick back a little bit and let's listen to Drifting Days from Sedona.
0: Oh, what a nice song. That just reminds me of those great summer days. Me and my friend Han just Tokyo drifting through the streets of Tokyo. Um, Luke, just, you
1: never shut up about your drifting days.
0: Oh, yeah. It's hard to move on since Jason Statham murdered my friend. Uh, I'll never forgive him. But someone needs to re-familiarize himself with the franchise. <laughs>
1: It's almost like I've only ever seen Fast Five for some reason.
0: What? You haven't I, seen Furious 7? No! Get the fuck off this podcast, sir. <laughs> I Listen, I have
1: been watching all these Godzilla and King Kong movies to see them fight. Yes. I, I don't have it in my soul to see The Rock and Vin Diesel fight. I know that they're eventually friends, but I know they fight at one point, and I can't have my two favorite bald people (laughs) so antagonistic towards each other. Well, they might be
0: eventually friends in the thing, but in real life, they, like, neither of them will lose a fight with each other, so they, like, don't even fight on screen. But just picture, uh, like... The Rock is Godzilla and Vin Diesel's King Kong and then just watch the movies and imagine that they're those characters and then you'll Godzilla can't fit in a car Luke what the (laughs) fuck are you talking about? You're right it was what am I talking about that's gonna take a lot of willful suspension of disbelief that's crazy but no that was a nice uh song about drifting days I like I get that vibe of, like, when you're talking about just the nice, like, drifting, nothing really pulling you in any direction. You can just do whatever, whatever you want. And, uh, I like how she says life comes in waves, uh, because it does. And I feel like there are those moments that sort of will push you or pull you in a different direction, but reflecting on those times when you were just freely drifting and, uh, yeah. It was well produced too. I I really enjoyed the bass line and the sort of floaty feel of it.
1: Yeah, even I think more so in the the theme of the song, it it speaks to how each one of those drifting days changes you forever. Yeah, like, and I I totally believe it. Like like one great day, it just that it can change your life. True. So I am very excited to return to those drifting days, put some good music on, such as Sedona's Drifting Days, ignore the city of Sedona, Arizona altogether, and just, just love life.
0: Yeah, I remember one great day that changed my life. It was when I sat down to watch Furious (laughs) 7.
1: Well, that was Sedona with Drifting Days, their newest single, courtesy of Terrible Records.
0: Don't sound terrible to me. My last song comes from an amazing producer who I recently discovered. His name is Fulamore, and I uh, was listening to Spotify's Alter playlist, which has been a recent favorite of mine. Uh, it's alternative electronic music, and I found it because of For Those I Love, who I played last week on the podcast. This was really a standout track, and it's been a favorite jam of mine recently, And uh, I don't know what any of the lyrics are saying because it's in another language, uh, but they're constantly stuck in my head. This song is called The Journey, and it features singer Zeke Manyika, and uh, it's a story of departure, travel, and fears, and it's written in Shona, one of the 16 official languages of Zimbabwe, where Zeke is from. And Fulamore said this about the track, a happy coincidence made me discover Zeke's voice in a song while I was waiting for the perfect timber, and a few messages later, we met in a London pub and I knew he would be the voice of the story. The journey, the eponymous song, is directly resulting from the will to concentrate a lived experience, a piece of life in a text, in a moment of music inviting to plunge into this story. And as he said, the, uh, This is the eponymous track from the album, The Journey, and it's uh, an autobiographical story of the last two years of Fulamore's life, uh, which was spent between airports and stages, London, France, and the rest of the world, between crowds and solitudes, between highs and lows. And on this album, he changed his way of composing, uh, putting aside samples and computers and concentrating on writing texts, recording strings and brass, drums and vocals in order to be as close as possible to the moment he wanted to represent. And you'll hear some of this amazing composition. I think that switch-up really comes through because the instrumentation on this is just phenomenal. And so pack your suitcase and uh, your carry-on. Let's hit the road. Get ready to take the journey with Fulamore and Zeke Manuka.
1: awesome track right that uh, just like i the production of it like that the it had so much like texture in the recording yeah and you could definitely like hear i mean the the mix of it and that like there was panning and just stuff like that it was the vocals were all over my headphones the music was great it got me really excited for what i don't know but i uh, definitely want to hear more it that was, got
0: that was great. Yeah, it got you excited to hear the full album, the journey. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, I yeah, I feel like you can definitely hear the sort of live band aspect to it, uh, because he actually recorded, you know, a lot of these things and instead of doing the samples of them. Even though you got some great synths in there, uh, which add the sort of synthetic, uh thing uh the synthetic side of things which uh, the video which features this dancer is supposed to be this sort of like battle between man and machine and i think that's sort of the uh the dichotomy of the music going on there but yeah just such a great composition uh funky and dancey but also like emotional and haunting and zeke's singing is just so great and this song kind of has the same uh, thing as the mannequin pussy song where it starts a little slower and you're like, okay, where's this going? And then boom, it kicks in and you're like, oh shit. Um, And that's what I kept listening to it. And then I was walking one night and I was like, played it. I was like, wait, is this the right song? I'm like, oh yeah, it takes a second to kick in. There's just that sort of like atmospheric beginning part, which I love. So yeah, I'm really excited for this album and the uh, album cover is super cool. It's this like painting of the woods, what looks like Fullamore. I'm assuming they like put him into the painting, uh, like walking through the woods. And then there's like, it's just like these beautiful trees. And then there's like a dilapidated billboard in the middle of it. And it says the journey. It's a painting by Tomas Sanchez and it was edited by Coria, but it's super cool album cover. And, uh, just I feel like perfectly captures this sort of uh, feeling of the journey with him like walking through the woods and so yeah this seems like a very personal project very well produced and I'm super excited to uh, hear the full album yeah me too so that was Fulamore featuring Zeke Manika with The Journey from the album The Journey and that is out in June on FHUO slash Sony Music Entertainment Friends, baby. Well, Luke,
1: we tend to be quite a worldly podcast.
0: Yes. We are certainly secular. We are not... We are of the world.
1: <laughs> you come to Best Song Ever, and we'll take you... We'll take you anywhere. We'll take you places, and baby. Like that track, uh, Luke played, which featured one of the languages of Zimbabwe. Yeah. And he said, Pack your bags. And I'm saying... Put those bags down. All right. Uh, because we are going to listen to a track from Zimbabwe American artist activist Shungudzo. So we're we're here. We're we're sticking with Zimbabwe like that last song.
0: Yes, but also we're in America, you and me. So we're just gonna stay here because she's American. Yeah. You know. So we'll, well put that's, our bags down.
1: That's the power of technologies that we don't have to go to hear the music. It comes to us. Yes. Shingadzo is making a bold statement with this track. And I think it's a statement that we should all stick with Luke.
0: And you know what that is? What is it?
1: No more bullshit. Yes. No more. Ah. We're not putting up with bullshit anymore.
0: Miss me with that bullshit, as Kendrick would say.
1: Exactly. Shingadzo seeks to tell her story of growing up in Zimbabwe and now living in America through both music and poetry, which will both be featured on her upcoming album, I'm Not a Mother, But I Have Children. Mm -hmm. This most recent track questions how much bullshit we can handle. Challenging those that, quote, praise God but burn crosses, and the institutional racism that's unfortunately all too common. Her solution, as we'll hear in the lyrics, is sometimes an upright middle finger is the way. Absolutely. And I like that. No more bullshit fuck off that's how we're dealing with things let's check out this track from shungadzo with there's only so much a soul can take
3: people really piss me off a certain kind of men praising god but burning cross
0: I gotta give that a Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. I don't see any other way. Uh, that song is fantastic. I love the sort of sunny, poppy vibe to it, even though the lyrics are pretty powerful. Uh, I like how she talks about, uh, in something USA, another day in the USA, where you know my color before you know my name. There's always more, uh, more judgment passed on people of color uh, when that same judgment isn't passed on white people, you know? And uh, so being like, I'm not going to take it anymore. I don't care if you're going to judge me because you're you're the one doing the fucked up shit. It ain't me, you know? And uh, so, yeah, she she beautifully captures that. Super well-produced song. I love the sort of where it sort of like skips there at mm-hmm. the end where and then goes back into the last chorus um, yeah really well done that she can toe the line of having such a fun sunny jam but also make a powerful statement
1: yeah it's unfortunately as relevant as ever and probably will continue to be relevant but yeah. I mean I, I guess as she says no more bullshit Middle fingers up. That is yeah. that is how we're dealing with it from now on, and I I support it. And it it really just it's a, it's 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 insane how fun of a track it is for the subject matter cover. Yeah, I've been walking around all day going. Ma, 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 ma. I mean, yeah. it's just right.
0: How can you not?
1: Yeah. So that's Shunguzo with "There's Only So Much a Soul Can Take" off of "I'm Not a Mother, But I Have Children" out June eighteenth, courtesy of. Zakiro Records, Young Forever, and BMG.
0: Well, we got one last thing to do, and let's talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in Shouts! <laughs> I just got a couple this week, because Kevin stole all the good shouts from the shouts jar.
1: I, I've i been tired of not eating all the shouts, and I was like, they're yeah. all
0: mine now. You, you got in there before me. Um... And so, I got a couple good ones, though. Conway the Machine, great rapper, uh, with La Maquina. And uh, Born Ruffians, who I played a couple years ago on the podcast with Pulp. Also, John Moods, who I'm sending up an interview with, and we'll probably hear from him pretty soon on the podcast. His EP So Sweet is out tomorrow, and it is so sweet. It's some nice, smooth, sort of easy-listening R&B type stuff. And he's premiering his new video today. Talk to me. So shouts to them. Check those out. Those will probably be some ones
1: We've got two remix albums coming
0: out this week.
1: Re, 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 remix. Paul McCartney with McCartney Three. Imagined.
0: Imagined and or reimagined.
1: I fuck. I don't know. I I swear I wrote it down right, but now I'm worried. <laughs> no, it's imagined.
0: Oh he's well. Just, m- I think he's encroaching on his old buddy John Lennon's territory there with (laughs) imagined, not even reimagined. It's just imagining it. He's imagined in the past tense. I
1: think this is the remix album that will feature a lot of the artists that he teased on Twitter a while ago.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, St. Vincent and the like. Lots of good people. Really, really
1: good roster, so I'm excited to see that. Uh, The second remix album, Caroline Polachek, with Standing at the Gate Remix Collection.
0: Oh, nice. I uh, was recently heard uh, So Hot You're Hurting My Feelings uh, on Sirius Radio, and I was like, oh, this is really good. I forgot about Um, just like she's put out a couple. Did she put out two albums
1: recently? Luke, you, you said I recently heard and then you just talked about me
0: yeah i was i was going to say that you're you're so hot it's really pissing me off and uh i get that a lot yeah i need you to stop right, I'll, I'll cut it out yeah
1: uh we've got ultra prop from detroit's own the armed oh they from detroit mm-hmm. oh. excited about that yeah that's uh, gonna be good another michigan native greta van fleet with the battle at gardens gate
2: gvf baby
1: if you like Led Zeppelin and want to hear more of them, boy, do I have the <laughs> band for you! Yep. And then we've got new albums from Alaskan Tapes with Forest Alone, Eomac with Cracks, Julia Stone with Sixty Summers, and Motorcycle with Kingdom of Oblivion. Sick. Lots of music to check out this week.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a, a a big week. I feel like we had a couple slower weeks uh, that were. You know, had some good ones, but not, like, an insane amount coming out. So it's good to have a nice full roster.
1: Going to be an exciting Friday morning.
0: We are but the lowly sons of three glorious daddies. <laughs> We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to com and check out the Planet Ant YouTube channel for all the great shows over there. Also, they've been doing these... uh strange cinema watch-alongs on discord so you can watch some some strange movie i saw they were watching the first episode of cop rock and i'm kind of pissed that i missed that because uh, that shit is wild and then of course offshelf.net uh go check out great interviews as we've mentioned with tv priest kiwi jr so many more
1: lots of friends of the pods on offshelf.net
0: for sure so that's gonna do it for us this week as always i'm luke leben saying you better check your perspec
1: and i'm kevin connor saying go ahead chase those waterfalls
0: this (laughs) well you know it's best song ever baby